Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Houston Podcast, where we discuss all things health and fitness in Houston and the surrounding areas. Today's episode is sponsored by Bulletproof Physical Therapy, where we get you back to your sport pain-free while providing the best healthcare experience you've ever had. To learn more, head to bulletproofpt.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Houston Podcast. Today, we're joined by Ryan Steer, owner of F3. How's it going today, Ryan? Going well. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Of course, man. Appreciate you taking the time. So let's dive right in, man. Tell me a little bit about your story. Like, what got you into fitness and exercise? Yeah. Um, so I played sports growing up, uh, never at a high level, but always enjoyed um, team sports. Uh, played basketball, ran cross country, played some golf early in uh, like middle school, but um, mainly basketball and, uh, you know, continued to uh, hit the gym um, after high school. And um, as far as functional fitness, what really got me started is a Groupon uh, way back in 2013. Um, my wife and I wanted to try something different at that time, uh, you know, CrossFit, had all had been the rage for a while and um so we got a group on now we actually ended up getting a group on to a cross training gym um we didn't uh feel like crossfit was maybe the right fit for us and uh kind of our personalities uh a lot of that may just be the outside perception that we had of crossfit but anyway um so in 2013 we uh bought a group on started going to a gym called F3 cross training, and uh, that was just a serendipitous moment. We uh, met our now business partner, Sean Lester, uh, the founder of F3, and um, we really just fell in love with it. Uh, of course, group fitness, you know, the um, uh, interactive style, everybody kind of suffering together um, was really uh, adds another element of fun to work out, uh, but mainly the results that came from uh, the variation incorporated into the programming, that's uh, what really kept us going. Very cool. Love that. Um, you know, you mentioned the group suffering together, um, group fitness and all that. Tell me what is different about the functional fitness model versus like the CrossFit model that you've experienced. Yeah, I think, you know, in hindsight, I think we had some, uh, maybe you could say incorrect assumptions about CrossFit. I mean, anybody that's seen the games and is thinking about starting CrossFit for the first time, uh, they would probably be pretty, uh, pretty intimidated. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it came across as very uh, um, uh, cultish. You know, but I mean, since I've gotten involved in functional fitness, I've learned more about CrossFit. Um, I've dropped in it a ton of boxes in different cities. It's normally the best way to ensure that you're going to get a functional workout when you're traveling and uh, just need to drop in at a gym. Um, so I would definitely say my perception of that has changed. And even by trying different CrossFit boxes um, in different states, different cities, you can definitely see that it really comes down to the culture of each individual box and um, 
you know, the coaching that they have as well. I mean, you see it all, all across the board. There are definitely some gyms where you go in and uh, people aren't that talkative. But for the most part, um, the coaches, the people that are there, they just enjoy fitness. They're all there uh, for their own reasons, but kind of, um, you know, with the same mindset of, uh, you know, health and wellness. So, um, yeah, I, I've definitely changed in terms of my perception on CrossFit. Um, the, uh, the difference between what I would say is uh, kind of our um, – our uh, focus at F3 versus CrossFit is um, less intensity on, uh, or I shouldn't say less intensity, but um, more of a focus on a balance in the programming, where again, depending on the CrossFit box, they could have a very balanced program, but there are also some boxes you go to and it's, we're doing deadlifts three days in a row. So um, that's just kind of been my experience with uh, functional fitness. I'm I'm totally with you there. And I, as someone who's worked in CrossFit for a while now, I think it has evolved a lot over the years. It used to be very much like, hey, we're going to break you down every day. Um, and I think as CrossFit is a kind of society has gotten smarter, uh, I think the coaches have gotten better, the programming's gotten better, but you're definitely right in that each gym is its own ecosystem uh, and kind of takes on the culture of the owners and stuff. So couldn't agree with you more there. Yeah, totally. How long have you guys been in business over there at F3? So um, going kind of back in time, we started working out at F3 just as uh, just as members in 2013. Um, you know, I think at first we were doing like three days a week and still it was kicking our ass. And then, um, you know, continued to build up to where we're going six days a week and um, just really enjoying it. And um, at that point, our partner, Sean, was interested in expanding, uh, opening another location. So that's when uh, Sean, my wife, Katie, and myself decided to partner up and open the second location for F3. I love it. And you mind highlighting where both of your locations are? You have the one in Edo, obviously, but where's the other one for people listening? Yeah. So um, what would be considered the original F3 location is on Center Street, uh, right off of Washington Avenue. It's um, really close to the intersection of um, Washington Avenue and Silver Street. Got it. And I know you didn't come up with the name, but tell me about the inspiration behind the, the F3 name. Yeah, yeah. F3 stands for Fully Functional Fitness. So just a little bit faster to roll off the tongue by summarizing it as F3. Um, easier to put it on t-shirts, things like that. Absolutely, man. I dig it. And we've talked about a little bit about your training style and what makes you unique, but who's your, who's your ideal client? Like who's the avatar that you want to come into your gym? Yeah, I think, I mean, for me as a coach, I always think about, um, kind of my own journey because I had played sports before. Um, all of the lifting and training programs that I've been involved in in high school, uh, they were led by our coaches and um, uh, really appreciate the time and effort that those guys put into it. But in hindsight, what I didn't take into account is, you know, do any of those people actually have a knowledge base of training or are they just the coaches that need to get us in shape for the season? So um, for me personally, 
personally, my body type, I'm an ectomorph. I struggle to put on mass. And, uh, you know, luckily I'm pretty good at dropping uh, body fat if I need to. Um, but I always had somewhat of a perception that, like, I just can't put on muscle. And uh, in hindsight, um, a lot of that was because we had a very um, uh, static style of training. You know, it was pretty much uh, same movements on the same days, uh, same ret, uh, ref and set scheme. There was little or no variation throughout it. So um, getting more involved in fitness, I've learned that that variation is key. It seems, you know, super elementary, but, um, you know, that variation is key to continue challenging your body and making sure that it continues to adapt and, um, you know, build muscle, increase uh, range of motion, uh, explosiveness, things like that. So um, to back to uh, back to your original question, um, you know, thinking about like that ideal client, um, I, I always enjoy those people that have had some experience in the past. So you aren't trying to take somebody from, you know, right off the couch has never worked out a day in their life to, um, you know, hitting the gym five days a week. That's a pretty tough uh, learning curve. Um, certainly rewarding when people are willing to stick it out. Um, but I think it's always really fun for those people that uh, consider themselves, you know, to have a background of uh, physical fitness, but they just haven't broken into functional fitness. And just seeing their progress, uh, they tend to have that hand-eye coordination, the proprioception, so they can progress faster. But also, if they haven't been exposed to that type of variation, they're going to uh, see some of the gaps that they had in their previous training programs, just like I did. Going back to your your story about the old school kind of weightlifting style, you you mean to tell me there's more to strength training than the early 2000s high school strength coach of bench, deadlift, and squat three days a week? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, um, you know. Yeah, we've uh, we've come a long way, thankfully. I think we're getting a lot smarter about health and fitness these days. Uh, you mentioned as far as like getting into the coaching and stuff. I know with CrossFit gyms, they have different levels of certification that they their coaches get through um, through CrossFit level one, level two, level three. What's the like the onboarding process as far as your your coaching background and stuff like? Yeah, that's uh, we're definitely unique in that regard. I mean, we have a small coaching crew. It's uh, our partner, Sean Lester. He's coaching all the classes at uh, the original location. And then my wife and Katie, we uh, coach all the classes at the Edo location. Um, so as far as like the uh, certification process, um, it's primarily for Katie and myself. It's been hands-on training with Sean. And, um, you know, we, we both got our CrossFit level one. That's something you can knock out in a weekend. But um, our partner created his own uh, training program for us um, where we had, uh, of course, lots of uh, in-person and demonstration uh, type um, uh, sessions, but also a ton of uh, book work and learning, you know, proper terms um, for uh, different movements, uh, sides of bio, I mean, stuff that's really basic for somebody in your field, but, um, you know, our partner wanted to make sure that when we're talking to clients, we're using the right terminology. Um, you know, sometimes people will just say back um, or, you know, legs or something like that, rather than calling out the uh, 
the actual muscle group. So um, that is basically how we went about it on our side. Now, to give a little bit more uh, background for Sean Lester, um, you know, he has his master's in human performance. Um, he's previously trained for uh, the Astros and the Rockets, um, decided to get out of that, was finding more um, uh, fulfillment in um, working with uh, clients outside of professional sports. And so, I mean, his uh, wealth of knowledge has been incredibly important to us learning more about how to coach our clients effectively and, um, you know, keep everybody progressing. That's great. I've met Sean a bunch of times. I never knew he did all that for those pro sports teams. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going, going back to the fulfillment part you just mentioned, uh, I always like to ask what's the most rewarding and then the most challenging part of your job. Most rewarding, I would say, is when um, people start to see uh, progress in the gym that they didn't um, think they were capable of. You know, a lot of times we'll have clients come in and uh, they're, they're overweight, um, you know, stressed uh, from work, stressed from the way that they've been eating, the um, way they've been training, if they've been training at all. And so seeing that uh, progress where, you know, somebody's showing up for a 5 a.m. class, uh, is actually happy to walk through the door. Um, that's always really rewarding. Um, we as a gym, uh, have different, um, fitness competitions and, um, you know, uh, body composition competitions, uh, throughout the year, uh, to keep our clients engaged. You know, people always work better with deadlines. So, um, that's something that's always really rewarding. Now we, we structure those to make sure that it's, um, a level playing field. So we do it based off of uh, percentages um, that are uh, proportional to everybody's kind of starting point and stopping point. We have a men's division, women's division, because obviously there are differences there with um, uh, not capabilities, but the way that our bodies function is uh, different sexes. So that's definitely most rewarding. Um, and then uh, most challenging, Ooh, uh, that can be a long list. Um, you know, uh, what I've always thought, and this, uh, this goes well outside of the gym as well, but, you know, if you're coming somewhere or you're going to somebody for help with something, um, and uh, when they're trying to provide direction, instruction, uh, correction, and uh, your preferred way to respond is to offer a different scenario, um, that can be pretty challenging. What, what's always, you know, uh, helpful for us as coaches is if uh, we have a suggestion, you know, try it out. Try that method first. And, you know, hey, if it's not working, you know, nobody's, uh, um, you know, tied to a concept that isn't effective. But uh, we do know that based on the number of clients, um, the, the years, especially that our partner, Sean, has been in business, that these are tried and true methods. So um, we always uh, really enjoy when our clients are uh, receptive to that type of coaching. I mean, it's what they're paying for. What a politically correct way and polite way to answer that question. I love it. Um, you mentioned those fitness competitions. Are those just kind of in-house for your members or is that something that people in the community or from other gyms can get a team and sign up for on like a Saturday? 
Yeah, so I mean, these aren't as much uh, like head-to-head competitions as they are like, um, you know, maybe we have a competition for uh, a number of workouts over the course of a month, or, you know, I mentioned body composition. We've um, we've partnered with uh, hydrostatic uh, body composition testing companies that'll come out and we'll do a fitness challenge where you do a weigh-in at the beginning of the month, Weigh in at the end of the month, and then we have overall winners for um, improved body composition, you know, for a male division and female division. Um, all of that is within our gym, um, but we do offer um, like one month trial packages, things like that. So it's certainly something that somebody who isn't a current member could join up, they can get a feel for the gym and participate in the competition at the same time. Okay, great. What is a narrative you'd like to change people's mind about? Something that you hear all the time that you just don't agree with or know isn't right? Um, common beliefs out there that people might be kind of pointing in the wrong direction? Yeah, I think um, really just any of that static thinking, um, you know, where I see it most often, it falls into the categories of, um, you know, uh, either age or their body composition, right? Because you'll have those people that come in and say, uh, I'm, you know, I'm 45, I'm 50. I mean, we have 60 year olds that are members of our gym. And uh, so there's certainly a lot of people out there that say, hey, I'm now X age, I can't do this, or I can't do that. And I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, as a 60 year old, like uh, we wouldn't expect you perhaps to uh, lift the same weight or, um, uh, you know, run as fast or something like that. But that doesn't mean that you can't uh, participate in the same workouts, use the same type of movement at your own scale of capability. Um, same thing goes for somebody that comes in and maybe they're overweight and they say, well, I was fat as a kid, I was fat as a teenager, I'm going to be fat the rest of my life. Um, so that type of static thinking um, is really one thing that, I think everybody would do themselves a favor to just be open-minded that change is possible. Um, you can certainly, um, you know, continue to be more and more overweight. So why isn't there the option to, you know, take it in, in the other direction? Yeah, your, your calories in and your calories out don't care how old you are. So I think that's a great way to say that. Yeah. So shifting gears a little bit more into my realm, uh, any injuries mm-hmm. you've dealt with in the past? Uh, yeah, um, about six months. I will say, first of all, I've been uh, very lucky, um, knock on wood, that um, I've never had a major injury, um, and uh, and that's inside, outside of the gym. So I've been pretty lucky there. Maybe I'm working on borrowed time. Um, but I did have a, uh, a partial uh, shoulder dislocation um, about six months ago. Um, and, uh, I was doing some toes to bar at the end of a workout. Um, and, uh, you know, probably you know, muscles were fatigued, form may have not been, uh, where I would want it to be. And so, uh, that was pretty shocking. I've never had something like that happen. Um, and, uh, definitely freaked me out. Um, but, uh, feeling, uh, feeling a lot better now. Awesome. Um, and, I actually know the answer to this question for you, uh, but what'd your, what'd your rehab journey look like as far as you getting back to hundred percent? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I, uh, 
while I was still waiting for a feeling to come back in my right arm, um, I shot you a text message. <laughs> and uh, you set me up with uh, the um, uh, movements that I need to incorporate to uh, rehab it and uh, get, get me back on the right track. I came in and uh, your, uh, your partner, um, Sarah, uh, performed dry needling on me. That's the first time I'd ever had that done. That was pretty wild. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was helpful, you know, right off the bat having um, the right approach um, rather than just sitting there and saying, okay, I'm not gonna do anything for a week or something like that. So um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a relatively quick return, but still something that um, was uh, something I had to focus on for a while, you know? It's nice to be able to roll into the gym and just do a light warm up. Um, you know, and then go into the group warm-up, uh, group stretching, everything like that. But I definitely had to spend some additional time, uh, some uh, separate sessions going into the gym, uh, working in the movements that uh, your team had provided, and, um, you know, both the mobility and the um, strength-related movements to kind of get myself back to where I was, you know, physically there, but also on the mental side. Um, feeling confident to, you know, get back to doing muscle-ups, uh, toast-to-bar, things like that. I'm glad we were able to get you back to 100%, man. Normally that question goes, or that answer goes, yeah. oh, the doctor and took six weeks off and all that. I'm glad we were able to yeah. pass back that recovery for you. So yeah. shameless bulletproof plug there, everybody. We love it. Um, well, there's certainly, uh, I mean, I feel like the summary that you just provided is certainly uh, a story that, most people that previously had a physical injury before, that's kind of the story of uh, their experience once they go to get home. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's a story we hear way too often. So glad we were able to get you back, uh, get you back to feeling good. Yeah. Now that you're, now that you're on 100%, any uh, big fitness goals for you this year? Any PRs or competitions or anything that you're chasing? Yeah, so um, as far as this year, I think my, uh, my goals are shifted slightly. Um, the uh, past two years, I've done uh, a handful of competitions, really loved it. Uh, may have done too many, uh, felt a little burned out on those, even though it is a lot of fun doing the, um, these were all team competitions. Uh, you know, just like group fitness, it's always better to suffer with friends um, and had a great time doing that. Um, now, recently, um, uh, my wife and I, we had a baby, so um, my goals have shifted a little bit. I'm actually kind of in a mode of getting back to where I feel like I've been in the past. Um, so, uh, you know, participating in upcoming uh, uh, gym uh, body composition challenges, uh, trying to work off some of that baby weight. Um, I just uh, assembled yesterday a jogging stroller. Uh, so no excuses now. Um, I can get out there and get that extra cardio in outside of the regular gym classes. And um, that's what I'm really focused on. Very nice. Who would have thought getting six to eight hours of sleep would be a challenging fitness goal, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> so shifting gears a little bit here, um, kind of big picture type stuff. I always like to ask, what, yeah. is healthy, what does healthy mean to you as an active person, a gym owner? Um, how would you sum that up with your beliefs? Yeah, I think you word it the right way because um, it's going to mean different things to different people. And um, 
So for me personally, um, I, I think there has to be um, an aspect of uh, functional fitness in there, right? Because you uh, you often run into people and they're like, I'm a runner or I'm a power lifter, I'm a uh, whatever, kickboxer, whatever it is. And uh, so there, it can be very uh, single channel. Um, but one of the great things about functional fitness is you can incorporate um, endurance, you can incorporate strength, power, everything into uh, workouts. So I really like that kind of holistic uh, perspective as far as feeling healthy. And, um, you know, something else that being in the functional fitness community has uh, helped me realize is how important diet and uh, sleep are as well. You know, um, we're all getting older by the day. And um, I've definitely noticed that sleep has uh, become something more um, important uh, to my overall capability to perform, uh, feel my best. And, um, you know, being involved in functional fitness as well, we've done some like Whole30 challenges, clean eating challenges, things like that. And it just makes you so much more uh, aware of how different you feel when, you know, you go have a cheeseburger and uh, a few beers versus, you know, um, eating clean and uh, not drinking. So it's definitely got to be functional fitness, um, you know, taking the time to recover, get the right amount of sleep, and then also making sure the diet is on point. We ask every client that comes in on their initial evaluation with us, uh, we ask how many hours of sleep they get a night. We ask their stress score on a one to 10 and their nutrition score on a one to 10. And we tell people that Hey, we can be giving you the best low back or shoulder rehab program in the world. If you're not taking care of those first three, we say that's 80% of feeling good. Don't take care of those. We're not going to be able to help you in the last 20%. Like sleep, yeah. if you were to put all the benefits of it on a nutrition label, you would think it was a, a steroid. It's unreal how important it is for your health. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, you know, you, you mentioned stress. I, I probably should have thrown that in there as well. Or at least, I mean, if you think about it, like, if you're eating right, if you're sleeping enough, if you're getting your workouts in, um, so many people will see their stress level drop significantly. Um, I'm a big morning workout guy, and uh, certainly if you push your body um, uh, hard first thing in the morning, I always feel like the rest of the day is somewhat of a breeze because, you know, what can be harder than uh, feeling like you're about to pass out uh, during the workout, you know, at 5 a.m., you know, the rest of the day. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on the morning workout. The, the longer I wait, the more likely something else comes up or it's easy to put oh, off. Totally. So get it done and then it's behind you. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's also, I think part of the stress is like, you aren't worried about rushing, you know, from an afternoon meeting or, you know, if, uh, if something comes up at work or something comes up with your family, something like that, it's already out of the way. So, uh, you're really ready for anything else that comes up. Perfect, man. What are you, uh, as far as like bettering yourself goes right now, what are you currently reading or working on to, um, you know, learn, grow, make yourself better? Yeah. Um, so I haven't uh, started it yet, but I uh, just got the second uh, David Goggins book. So um, when I read his first book, I was actually doing some running challenges. Um, I ran 150 miles in two months uh, last year, um, and that was outside of my regular uh, six days a week at the gym. So that was uh, that was a really uh, great motivator. 
if anybody out there hasn't read Jockin's books, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, apologies for some of the language uh, that's going to be in there, but um, really, really interesting guy. I mean, he's overcome more than uh, most people uh, have had to deal with just in terms of the situation he was born into, uh, but also, you know, he's accomplished more in his life than I think most people uh, can even dream of uh, just in terms of his uh, military service. Um, and then after getting out of the military, you know, he's a, a mega endurance athlete. He's set uh, world records for pull-ups over a 24-hour period. I mean, he's just an absolute animal. Um, you know, it was when I was doing the running uh, challenge last year, uh, you know, reading about him running uh, 120 miles straight over, uh, you know, a 24, 36-hour period uh, definitely made it seem pretty accomplishable for me to run three miles a day. Yeah, that's a pretty easy way to put it in perspective, right? My goodness. Yeah. Okay, man. So wrapping up here, um, anything big event wise coming up at your gym what should we be on the lookout for um yeah so you know i mentioned the uh fitness challenges that we have previously uh for anybody that isn't familiar with hydrostatic testing it's a form of body composition testing where you're in a float tank and so basically by taking your body weight underwater um, with as little uh air in your lungs as possible you're able to get one of the more accurate calculations of uh, body composition. Um, so taking into account, you know, skeletal structure, um, lean body mass, um, you know, of course, organs, and then also uh, body fat. Um, so we have another one of those coming up that we are kicking off in July. Uh, so we'll run that for the month of July. And, um, uh, you know, we welcome anybody that's interested in, uh, in getting healthier and having a real understanding of what their body composition is. Come out and uh, join us. Yeah, and for those of, you, those of you who haven't been to F3, it's an awesome facility right over there. Um, like I said, two locations. Great spot, great community, great coaches. Um, where can people find you uh, online, Ryan? Yeah, um, so uh, we are on all the platforms. Um, Facebook is F3 Cross Training, um, Instagram at F3 Cross Training, um, and then our website is F3CrossTraining.com. So pretty consistent across the board. And as far as new members go, you guys do do a like a is it a free trial week or a dis discounted month? What's your what's your special for new people that are interested in coming to check out your space? Yeah, yeah. So we do a, uh, you could call it an intro month, trial month, whatever you want to call it, but um, uh, it's a hundred bucks for a month of unlimited classes. Um, take a look around. Good luck finding a gym uh, where you can get uh, a month of unlimited classes for a hundred bucks, but definitely over that 30 days, you will be able to get a, a true understanding of the type of workout uh, that you will be um, participating in. I should mention that we've never repeated the same workout, um, you know, since F3 was founded, something that we're really proud of and that feeds back to that variation that I mentioned. Um, so yeah, under bucks, come out, get a month of classes in and uh, see if it's the right fit for you. I like that trial month. A lot, a lot of gyms you see out there do a, a one free drop-in day and it's, you know, anybody can fake it for a day or anybody can have an off day. So it's really get in there and 
get a feel for the gym with a, a month time. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, Ryan. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for taking the time with us. Um, I need to get over there for a workout again soon. It's been too long, but uh, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. All right. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Take care. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do us a huge favor. Like, comment, share, subscribe. That way we can help as many people as possible. And if you're interested in scheduling a free consultation with one of our doctors, head over to bulletproofpt.com.